took a long time. I was in denial about it. <laughs> um, so I was introduced to the Enneagram and tested as an eight, actually, on the test oh, before right. I'd read anything about it and read in, read about the eight, and I was like, yeah. Like, the day I took it, I was going through something pretty hard personally, and I was, so it was pretty raw, that like, in the test even, and then I was like, yeah, that's that's right and then the more I read about it and the more I interacted with people and told them I was that and the response I got I was like oh maybe I'm wrong like and I would read all the other numbers <laughs> well it was like oh well seven was a possibility and so it was three like a big possibility yeah. and so it was like welcome to the story Enneagram podcast I'm Jim Gum, and I'm an Enneagram teacher and coach living in Kansas City Today, we're going to consider just what made Jenny, whom you heard in the opening, think, ooh, maybe I'm wrong. We'll look at what's underneath the strength and intensity of type 8. Here's what I think. I think 8s get a bad rap, an unfair shake. They get described as bullies. But I see as much bullying by the non-8s in how they speak about 8s. 8s are the strongest type on the Enneagram, and as my mentor says, they have a superpower. It's superpower. But do most people really understand what's underneath that strength and intensity? It's not really what you think it is. Today, we'll listen in on several type eights in conversation and how one slight shift in your perspective could make all the difference. Listen in on how Brian describes his experience. I'm lucky enough to have a family that was pretty aware of their types. And so through conversations as we you know, we recall memories of mm-hmm. our life. And so you can read them and kind of test. And I never really took a pure test until I already really knew what it was because mm-hmm. I would just kind of read through and mm-hmm. find one that I wanted to be a seven for a long time because that's <laughs> way more fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was uh, similar to your uh, identification with approval versus control. It was realizing that I needed um, to be kind of out and in front and kind of be top dog in situations. So when I think about, you know, going into a college class for the first time and instantly raking myself amongst everyone else and kind of making sure that I was top, if not close to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but more so when I looked back on kind of adolescent memories, it was just time after time where I'd throw myself into situations that I either shouldn't have been in, a situation that I definitely ended up on the losing end, whether it was a fight or an argument or something I had to do, and just kind of this energy of going for things regardless of the outcome, regardless of harm befalling me, but just I believed in it or I didn't. Yeah. And here's Brandon. Um, I've got a friend that is uh, three. Uh, he's one of my best friends, but we have our, we kind of, we butt heads a yeah. little bit. Um, because I think that he's uh, uh, inauthentic, and um, and he's sort of a politician that makes me like yeah. feel ill inside. We um, we got into it about, about something. Uh, I had a pretty strong opinion on it, and he, since we're close, uh, he let down his he lets down his threeness, and we will we kind of were going back and forth a little bit. And uh, one day he told me. He told me that I I um, I was exhausting to be around. Uh, it was super hard to hear, honestly. But I think because I know that about myself, because I can be. Um, but it's hard to hear when someone you care about, you know, tells you that. Brian and Brandon speak about the theme of dominance. 
Brian described it as enjoying being the top dog. Aces feel more at ease when they're in control. Brandon, on the other hand, is reflecting on a downside of this. One of his closest friends let him know that he exhausts him. I know what I would prefer a friend to say. Maybe that I encourage them or that I inspire them, not exhaust them. It's the passion of the eight. They live large and they typically show up in a big way. I like the phrase, in it to win it. I love watching someone who's giving it their all, feel their passion and their drive. And for the eight, there's really only one way to play, and that's to go all out. Or in poker terminology, they're all in. And they're almost always all in. Brian goes on. The, the lust part, lusting mm-hmm. for life. Sure. And kind of, you talked about music and movies and all of that, and I feel like you never get to just watch anything. I can't just watch a soccer game, oh, you yeah. know? It's like, these are the good guys and those are the bad guys. Yeah. Right? Um, you can't watch Chiefs Patriots and not have an opinion. Oh, my gosh. Um, you got to have a, you, I mean, it's an emotional that's, that's a, wreck. That, yeah. You know? Like, I'm yelling at the TV. And, it's a, just and like, that's just idiots. a sports example, yeah. but with drumming or playing guitar or something, it's either I'm in this and really, really enjoying it. I'm not just like, oh, I'll just like play a beat. Like, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to live and do something and mm. experience it. Um, and, yeah, the best examples are just my own sports memories in high school and all that stuff. I'm either in it all in to win and to prove something yeah. or to exert dominance um, because that's just way more enjoyable yeah. than like, I guess I'll just go on a jog. There's <laughs> just, like, I don't do that. Ew, no. Casey, my brother, he's training for a race and like, he's just going to run a few miles and like at this pace Mm-mm. and I'm literally not running the race because I would either want to go win or just not do it. Yeah. That strength, like Brian was saying, comes out of my home and is damaging to the point of like in a conflict my husband will withdraw mm-hmm. and I will push and push and push and push yeah. until he fives at home can look like eights right. will <laughs> explode back mm-hmm. I mean meet me there yeah. and then that vulnerable little eight girl is like super hurt yeah. and I'm like the victim all of a sudden but I'm the one that's caused <laughs> know, the that's like blow like... up like it's really intense and so like that language for us has been helpful like even studying together for me to realize like I do I push and push and push and push and push yeah. and push because I want now I know like I just want that interaction like I want you to come and fight this out with me like yeah. I don't even I don't even need to win it I just need the like intensity of yeah. it and If you spent any time with the Enneagram, you already know about these traits. The desire to be in control or dominate, to show up in the world with passion, to always be in it to win it. However, it's important to know that there's an innocence at the center of every single eight. They are incredibly tender-hearted. They may have a tough exterior, but always a soft interior. In all the years I've taught with eights, I think the best way to understand them is to think of them like they were four years old. I do not mean this as an insult, and I do not think of them as childish. We can all be childish. I think of a four-year-old's enthusiasm for new experiences and adventures. This is awesome. Can we go there? Let me try that. Like, I feel my opinion, even. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There is no lukewarm. Right. 
Yeah. Like, I love this new album. I love this band. Yeah. I If you don't like them, you're stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. No, and, for sure. Yes. You know, and so... You don't like chocolate? Like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> such a... You know, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, deeply flawed, you know? Yep. <laughs> My so. husband would make fun of me early on for using the word, like, amazing and awesome. Right. It was the coolest place I've ever been. It was so amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's like... And then he would go to experiences with me, and then I would say things like that. And he was like, oh, so that's just how you describe everything you do. Because yes. I was there, and it wasn't the most amazing food I've ever had. You know, but the yeah. difference was critical, like, he's you know, so, yeah, yeah, it's very, like, real. I feel like we probably uh, experience things viscerally, like, right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, I'll walk out of a movie, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, you know? Yes. I'm going to change my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, wow. Totally. Everything is experiential, I think, mm -hmm. in, a, in a way. They're looking for some sort of, even playing uh, guitar, I love to play music. There's something, there's mm -hmm. like uh, just something whenever you play and it's all just mm -hmm. kind of happens and you're just mm -hmm. like get this feeling in your body, you know, mm -hmm. it's just yeah. like you levitate, you know. Several years ago, I had a friend who described our coworker as having an on-off switch. And when he was on, he was really on. You got all of them, and it was intense. What I experienced from type 8s is that they prefer to show up with their whole self. Their switch is on. Listen to how Brandon describes how he understands where this is coming from. I sort of feel like we're all vulnerability. Like, 8s are all vulnerability. Like, we're the, the, all the power and the control and the dominance and all is intensity a, is a facade yeah. yep. to hide and mask yeah. the underlying vulnerability mm -hmm. like you've been broken somehow mm -hmm. right you know how fragile you are so to combat that mm -hmm. I'll never be broken I'll again never be, I'll never be that'll never be me again mm -hmm. right so vulnerability yeah vulnerability is I feel like is sort of the it's the it's the the engine you know, it's the thing that mm -hmm. sort of um, makes the train move, you know. That vulnerability and fragility is both hidden underneath the strength and intensity, the bigness, but it's also what drives the intensity. In the beginning, I spoke about how eights often get a bad rap. Several years ago, I was in class with a woman who introduced herself like this. Hi, my name is Susan, and I'm a warm and fuzzy eight. It always got a laugh, but I really thought it was a fantastic description because that's exactly how the eight views themselves. I mean, something has to happen to get you there, and it's very difficult, even mm -hmm. with spouses, to just kind of let someone in. Mm -hmm. um, the problem is we're all trying to fight to, like, you should know me in here. You know, you should know that I'm a soft, kind, loving person. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's the misunderstood side is that we're being really energetic and loud because we want everyone to be that back into our lives. Mm. Um, and it just comes out, I think, at least maybe that's just my personal experience. But no, I, I agree. I yeah, want, for sure. I want Jillian and I want my brothers and I want all of my energy that I'm giving them. I want all of that back into me and I just want to live and love in that. Mm. Um, but dynamics play out and you start trying to survive again and so it's just this kind of back and forth and so I think that's the part that I feel misunderstood most because you can come off as a bully 
and it's really the opposite. Remember when Brandon's good friend told him that he was exhausting? Listen to how he's used this self-awareness in his life. I mean, same for me, misunderstood, honestly. Not, uh, I thought I said it earlier, you know, uh, being an eight and being in a group of people is, it's really tough, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're all, I don't know, you're always trying to, you're trying to look for that validation from someone else or, okay, have I, uh, have I pushed too far? Are we, are we still okay? Have I been too intense? Have I, you know, and do I need to pull back? Have I offended this person? Have I, so it was just this constant, like why, like kind of the same thing. Why? So I'm so messed up. I can't, you know, I, do I have any friends? Do my friends like me? Yeah. You know, do I, do I have, is there some, why is there, why do I feel so deeply flawed all the time? Mm. And whenever I came to Enneagram or whenever I came to know about the Enneagram, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. And mm -hmm. there's actually some really great stuff about me. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, uh, I love my friends deeply, you know? And if they don't like that, then maybe we shouldn't be friends, you know? <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, so I just felt, I don't know. I just, it was like a weight was lifted yeah. off of me, you know? It's like all of a sudden, like seeing the sunrise for the first time, you know? It was mm -hmm. just, it was, um, it was, it was like an awakening, you know? I, I yeah. felt um, released. I felt okay. Yeah. I didn't feel like I had to apologize for being me. I love my friends deeply. Wow. Eights live with the abandon of a four-year-old. They're always going to be all in and in it to win it. That's how they like to play the game, even the game of love. Thanks for listening to the Story Enneagram podcast today. If you, your partner, or a friend often feel that your natural strength is totally misunderstood, you've come to the right place. Wouldn't it be great to transform your relationships at work and home? Visit my website at storyenneagram.com. I offer solutions for the workplace and training sessions for businesses, schools, and nonprofits. I also offer personal coaching packages for individuals or couples. Drop me a line and let's explore what the Enneagram can do for you. Please subscribe to the Story Enneagram podcast. Share it with your friends and family. And if you're really feeling it, leave a rating in Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate it. Our music is by Daniel Gum. You can hear his music on Spotify or wherever you get your music. And yes, we do have the same last name. That's it for this episode of the Story Enneagram podcast. Story Enneagram, where learning your type is just the beginning of a whole new story. Story.